Okay, <clears throat> man. I'm gonna play one more. Cause uh I left my blunts in the car. Like what am I doing? Like what am I doing with myself this morning? So I gotta take one more one more uh brief pause for the calls. Play another instrumental, grab this blunt, because I already have this weight in this car. I just need to roll it. Um, we're gonna do a basic show. No responses, just you know, my words. And I'm gonna talk about our biggest components are our biggest opponents, our biggest opponents, and our quest journey, red pill, manosphere, uh, MGTOW, right? So I'm still, all right, all right, I'll be right back.
Jersey Judah Red Pill Party podcast officially back. Just in case y'all don't know. Fuck wrong with y'all. I'm back, bitches! Monday the 16th of May. So it's the start of another week. I am patiently waiting for the rain to come because that means I won't have to do any landscaping today. So I'm hoping that that happens. The clouds are coming in. I just got done rolling this blunt. So I think we're going to take a little drive. Talk about a few things. Well, we're going to talk about something. Your, your biggest opponent. That's what we're going to talk about. This morning, which by the way, it's 1048. 76 degrees. Humid as fuck. It's cloudy, but it doesn't really do nothing for the air and for the wind. Which is why I think we're going to take a little drive. Just a little drive. Nothing too major because I don't got that much gas in the car. But your biggest opponent, the reason why I call this episode that is... To get more logical. Your biggest opponent. (coughs) (coughs) Oh shit. God, this blunt is fire. I got some gas. Anyway, your biggest opponent. And this journey that you have of self-development, self-improvement. Your biggest enemy is going to be you. Your shadow self. And what do I mean by your shadow self? Well, you know, you're already you're already fucking stupid bitch. Anyway, dealing with these fucking drivers. Um your your biggest opponent Is going to be your shadow self. And what I what do I mean by shadow self? Well, for people who've for people who've went through uh, a bad breakup, right? If you ever went through a bad breakup, what you'll pretty much deal with is your old self. Oh, well, I have to get this person back. Oh, well, it's not over. It can't be over. You know, you may still have feelings for the woman. That's your shadow self. That's that's the half of you that you're not willing to let go. All right? I always... I always tend to overthink when a relationship ends or if a woman ends the relationship I used to be the person that wondered what went wrong what went wrong for the relationship to end because a lot of guys they'll find themselves in a relationship where they're comfortable 
and they assume that because they're comfortable, the woman that they're with will be comfortable. And in all actuality, she's bored and she's looking for a way to escape. So, in a relationship, out of a relationship, dealing with more of the hands-on uh, self-development, building yourself, becoming a better you, being a better you, your biggest opponent is going to be yourself. Yourself two years ago, yourself five years ago, for a lot of guys themselves 10 years ago. Because this red pill knowledge, it essentially goes against everything that we as men, by a lot of the blue pill manufacturers, aka women, who will tell you to just be yourself. They will tell you to be the nice guy. And then they'll try to promote themselves as nice guys, right? And wonder why they fail with women. Those women who want the nice guy, they want that nice guy to take advantage of. They don't see that nice guy as a husband. Not all not always. Now let me explain. Women will put a nice guy on layaway. <clears throat> and this is what I mean. She meets a guy or she knows a guy who is without a doubt the safest guy to be around. She knows that that's, that's the safest guy to be around. And that's why she doesn't like him. She still appreciates him for that safe insecurity that she can provide a woman later on. So what she'll do is she'll put the nigga on standby. You know what I mean? She'll put the nigga on standby. Tell him all the words that he wants to hear. Oh, she's not going nowhere. She'll always be around. Etc. Etc. Right? Oh yeah. Yeah, look at this sneaky ass nigga. Yeah, look at you. Pull this man over, bro. All on the shoulder and shit. Yeah, he stopped because he saw the police officer, but the police are so fucking dumb out here. Fucking idiots, man. But anyway, <clears throat> she'll know that a guy is the safest option. Um, she doesn't want that option. That's that's the, that's the thing. She doesn't want that guy, the safe guy, as the option. But like I said, she'll put him on layaway, right? And then have you believe that she's going to be there, you know, by the end of it all. Now, of course, even if she comes back to that guy, she's essentially been ran through. Anything valuable that that nice guy seen in that woman, I guarantee you, nine times out of ten, it will not still be present. Whether it's whether it's like, what whether it's any bit of innocence, 
any any bit of character like women women don't display character like that you know and I played this, I played a clip last night with uh, Darius M on YouTube where he says the same thing like women don't really even have to have character they look for the man to have it so your biggest opponent Especially if you're getting into this, like, red pill awareness, <clears throat> your biggest opponent is going to be yourself. The women who you dealt with in the past, they'll start to come back around. Especially if you're doing something. If you're doing something meaningful, a lot of these old women who may have never, they, they, they never expected you <clears throat> to level up, right? They never expected you to become something. But now here you are, right? You're making progress. And I, I'm just giving you my my perspective. <clears throat> Cause I knew about the red pill since 2015. I didn't really I didn't really start doing the work until the end of 2015. When I was getting more of an understanding, then it was essentially like a crash course. <clears throat> Like a lot of content creators that I bring up, Darius M, Black Ram 313, a lot of these guys were there in the beginning of when I was grasping all of this. So they were they made they made the experience less of you know this less I would say they made the they made the situation um, less traumatic because like you gotta think about it. If you're a guy, you're being taken advantage of, manipulated by women, and you think otherwise, but then you have video evidence of other guys being in the same situation that you were in, it's going to hit different. And I mean, you're going to feel it. You're going to feel it. I don't care what kind of man you are, what type of man you think you are. You can be the tough guy. You can be the bad boy. But once you find out once, once you find out a bitch is taking advantage of you or is using your kindness as a weakness, that, that, that will fuck over every guy. Every, like I said, every man's going to feel that. Every man's going to feel that. So your opponent, and this is the best way to look at it. Your biggest critic should be yourself. <clears throat> your biggest critic should be yourself. I've said this several times on this episode, but I do mean that. Your biggest opponent and your biggest critic should be yourself because you want to dominate the old you. It's not that you're the best. It's not about having a mindset of being the best. It's about always having to learn something. There's, or there always needs to be something to learn along the way. During going on your purpose and your path and having a focus on doing something beneficial rather than uh, break the next motherfucker down or talk shit about the next individual. Feel me? So that's what we're talking about as we get into 11 o'clock. That's what we're going to talk about. I haven't done an episode like this where I just talk 
it's not that I can't trust me. I can. I just try to mix things up. I try to mention and use other folks. Uh, you know, a lot of the content creators out there. That's really, that's really getting shit done. Really getting shit cracking. I just figured that it's my time now to speak. Enough of these goofy ass bitches talking about guys ain't good enough. And as much as I love Taylor DeFiend and Replicant Fish and the Black Ram 313s and uh, the Dairy Sims, I, I can tell you for a fact. Um, you're going to have to experience a lot of this shit on your own. And I want guys to pay attention because I had the same theory before. It's like, well, I know, well, I know from this guy's experience, cause I've been through something similar. And you may know from another guy's experience, cause you had something that similar to that or almost identical of what a guy's talking about happened to you and a woman. <coughs> And a lot of guys will just go, okay, well, we figured it out. You know, we're red pill aware. And it's like, uh, I guess. But then unless if you actually go through, like I said, you, you reach that stage in life when you are legitimately, you are legitimately making progress to a point where uh, previous women from, from, from previous relationships will try to get back into your life. That's when you'll be tested. So like I said, a lot of guys, they're going to fuck. They're going to they gonna try to fuck the old bitches because it's there. Guys like myself, I'm going to keep it real with you. Um, I'm not like that. <coughs> so what I mean is <coughs> my lifestyle just involves working podcasting, making music, doing things that I love to do and kind of balancing it out with the work that I have to do week on end, weeks on end. You know what I'm saying? So when I'm alone or by myself, I'm, I'm most at peace. I don't, I don't deal with the loneliness or depression or any, anything like depression for me is difficult to explain. And I'm not going to get too deep into it. But <coughs> my only true opponent and my only true, like my, my only possibility of failure is me, right? My biggest critic is me. And as I said, in my opinion, <clears throat> being more red pill aware, that's how it should be. Your biggest competitor and your biggest opponent in a lot of ways, your biggest critic has to be yourself. You got to critique and better yourself and what you're doing. See, a lot of times I'll go back two years and listen to an old podcast episode just to see if... I'm making the right transition going forward with the podcast and the content today, or am I talking about more meaningful shit two, three years ago? It's a possibility. So every now and then you sharpen in your, you sharpen 
You sharpen your blade. You sharpen your sword. You see what I mean? And in a lot of ways, if you think about it, it's like being a blacksmith where you have all these components. You have the heat. You have the water, right? You sharpen that blade. You harness and you sharp up on certain skills, certain things that you may have not been privy to previously. Now you know because you took the time and effort to learn about it. Rather than have a teacher or a professor or have anybody else tell you what you have to research and do yourself. Of course, this is entirely um, subjective, I would say. I wouldn't say it's objective. I would say it's subjective. A lot of people are already like self-conscious in a sense. So those who are self-conscious will always look at themselves as the opponent or look at themselves as the critic. But that's not the healthy way of doing it. A lot of those dudes, they'll think too much. Like I said earlier, I was the same way. I'm speaking from experience. My previous relationships, I put too much thought into the outcome, or I put too much thought into the the process that creates the outcome, right? And at the end of every relationship, I find myself trying to go back, not go back into the relationship in, in physical form, but go back into the relationship metaphysically to see if there was anything that I can learn and anything that that I know not to do going forward and future relationships. Now, this was 2015. So I was I was becoming red pill aware. But I also still was looking for bitches. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I was active. It wasn't that I was looking for bitches. Like, men who are heterosexual, men who are heterosexual, homo sapien, heterosexuals, right? They are always looking for bitches. Even a guy who's telling you bitches ain't shit, in his mind, he's always looking for bitches. It's subconsciously just like what, what, whether like <clears throat> advertisements, pornography, everything advertises women essentially as sex objects. <clears throat> but it's the mind fuck that's being played where society or women of society will indeed tell you that they're not sex objects, but at the same time marketing themselves as sex objects. You can't make this shit up. You can't sugarcoat this shit. You got to come raw. You got to come real. So I have to come with the red pills. I got to do it. I got I, I got to do it. I forgot I, I I had this soundboard I haven't been using in a while. Now I'm about to turn up. Now we about to get real wicked. We're about to get real wacky. Your biggest opponent should never be a friend of yours. Although there is such thing as healthy uh, competition, there are um, 
there are, what's the word I'm looking for? Adversaries. Adversaries. And these adversaries can become very close. Well, look at war. Look at war in a sense of two, two rival generals. They both know one another, right? They may actually have high respect for one another. But because they're on opposite sides of the field, it's war. Right? So it's not like people think, oh, well, this guy, these guys must hate each other. And then if you ask one of them, he says, nah, I think he's a respectful uh, general. He's just not on our side. That's, that's how competitors would work. So if you have a friend who you compete with on a... And when I say compete, I mean compete in a sense of in terms of for women, like these guys are very competitive amongst women. They probably fucked the same bitch and probably didn't even know. it. That's how crazy shit is today. But that could be considered healthy competition. <clears throat> Excuse me. That can be healthy competition in a lot of ways. But because that man needs that other man pause it never really works out so your competitor is always going to be who you are it's who you were versus who you are and what you want to become those those three categories right there is going to that's going to create it's going to create that motivation without any outside interference or nothing because your biggest opponent is yourself. The only person that can fall off and cause you to fall off is the person that looks back at you in the mirror. And once again, we're driving in the self-development and we're driving in um, the accountability for men because we don't got time and we don't, we don't just sit on here and mention bitches all the time. It's really about the man finding his purpose and his focus in life outside of women, whether it's passions, hobbies, careers, uh, business, trade, whatever. Because let me tell you guys something. <clears throat> See, women, when a woman goes through hard time in a relationship where, let's say, for some reason she loses her job, does a man ever think about walking away from a relationship because of that? Oh, well, this bitch lost her job, so she's going to be doing this and that. No. Guys will usually stick around. If a guy loses his job, he knows in his mind that that relationship's ending eventually. And So, like, let me, let me give you an example. And let me break this down. Guys who are more red pill aware... When they get into relationships or when they decide to date women, they understand that most of, if not all of, those interactions are going to be temporary. So they may hang out three times. They may fuck four times. But at the end of it all, it's nothing. Because one day, one person's going to get tired of the other or one person's going to decide that 
another person is better than they are, better than the previous partner, so she'll she'll rather monkey branch to the next relationship. It's all subject to end. So a guy who's not red pill aware, he's going to actually put in all of his effort and his benefit. And he's going to be the guy who's going to be used and abused and manipulated in the long run. Because his, and let me break it down to like that guy's biggest opponent. Is his insecurity. A lot of men, a lot of men's, or a lot of man's weaknesses are his insecurities. And if you can't face them head on, you can't expect other people to face those problems with you. As the saying goes, it sounds a bit like a personal problem. See what I mean? And that personal problem. And I've always and I've always expressed this the way that I do. Your personal problems should be handled on a more personal basis. Incorporating people into your personal problems will only indeed cause more problems. You incorporating other people into your problems and your misfortunes are only going to cause more problems and misfortunes for you and people around you in the long run. Women don't acknowledge that, so they they go into shit like a fucking whirlwind. That's why she has to have her two rosters. I mentioned this shit before, her two rosters. Women have, well... I, I wouldn't even say more, all right, more presentable. I won't even say attractive. More presentable women have two rosters of men. Now, I'm going to break these rosters down, and I'm going to break down what presentable means in my, in my eyes when it comes to the selection of women. So she'll have two rosters. The one roster are usually, you know, physical guys who she's physically seeing, guys who she's going to dates with, guys who she's hooking up with, guys who she's getting piped down by, right? That roster right there is her important roster, even though a lot of the men who are with her don't take her serious. Okay, we're going to break this shit down. So that roster are men who she's interested in or type of men I should say that she's interested in for relationships but here's the problem those women can get those men sexually but those women cannot keep that man within the long-term means of a relationship or anything besides a bitch opening her legs or bending over And the rain is coming, and I'm very happy about that because I did not feel like coming in today, being a Monday, and just cut grass. So I'm glad the rain is here. The rain needs to keep coming down. I may have to go outside of my car and do an Indian chant, a chant for my, you know, for my ancestry. Y'all niggas do know I'm, I'm, I'm a Native American as well. 
And I don't say that in a way that other blacks will say, well, I'm part Cherokee and, you know, I got, they see the hair, I'm part Cherokee. Nah, I got pictures, bitch. Y'all dumbass niggas. Y'all got, see, and see, this is the problem with our, our culture. Go on a side rant. We just follow what the next group of people tell us. So the majority of the people, and this isn't a racial thing, this is an educational thing. So if the majority of the people tell you that you're African-American and you can't trace back any lineage to a continent being African, not even a country, a continent amongst other countries and other peoples and other languages and other lifestyles, okay? Respectfully, if you can't trace that shit back, then you should stop listening to what other people are telling you. Respectfully. Respectfully. Maybe you will have to physically open a book or you would have to do the research yourself to really find out what it is you are. I'm just going to leave it at that. We're going to end that side rant. Subliminal side rants. It's my subliminal side rant of the day. So you're, that, that, that weak man, going back to the weak man, right? His opponent's going to be his insecurity. So now that woman who I mentioned with the roster of men who she's physically seeing, that's separated completely by another roster that she has. Sure, you guys have heard this terminology before because I've said it several times. Fucking hundreds of thousands of other people have said this term thousands of times. Her second roster is not even a roster. It's a group of beta male orbiters. And these are just the representation of uh, beta male bucks. These are the representation of the guys who will take care of them long term regardless. And this she knows this without having to fuck them, without even having to really show interest. All she has to do is be present around them. And these women, of course, are there to give her the validation that she wants and that she craves. She doesn't have to do anything to get that validation, you see? She doesn't have to do any tricks to get a bit of that dopamine, you see? All she has to do is be present and be around that thirsty soy boy beta buck provider. That all, all she would have to do is be present. She doesn't have to do anything. She doesn't have to say anything. All she has to do is stand still and be around the guy. And this can be a representation <coughs> of a Facebook post. Or it can be an Instagram live video or an Instagram picture. A representation of this example could be her DMs. It could be all of the pedestalization that men are giving her on the count of having a badge, taking a bath, and being attractive. Men across the world will fly 
women to their domain. Take care of them. Shower them with attention and gifts, right? Just for, just, just because of her attractiveness. Keep that in mind. You'll always see basic bitches complain about high-value men. You don't see, quote-unquote, high-value women complaining. Why? Because they're already married. They're already in relationships. They have children with men that they actually give a fuck about and men that they actually uh, take the vows going into a marriage serious compared to retarded, dysfunctional, distasteful, dishonest, disingenuous, disenfranchised bitches. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I haven't done this in a while. I kind of miss it. <laughs> Just going on here, talking my shit. I kind of miss it. <coughs> I am high as fuck. It's 11.20. Feeling like 4.20. Fucking hotbox myself into oblivion. 75 degrees Fahrenheit. So, the guys who are nice and genuine to those women, they'll always be in the second list. They'll always be on the second roster. They'll always be one of the beta male orbiters, a.k.a. the emotional tampon, a.k.a. the human doormat, a.k.a. the shoulder to cry on, a.k.a. The big brother they never had. AKA friend zoned, nigga. AKA friend zoned, the end, goodbye. <laughs> Elimination. <laughs> Elimination. Anyway, um, you'll never. Let me let me explain something. A lot of guys, they need to hear this. You're never going to win a woman over in a sense of whatever valuables that you have, whatever looks that you have, she can always equate something better to who you are. Even though you can pull four or five bitches and each bitch breaks down naturally why they're better than the woman who's talking shit. She doesn't give a fuck. It's all about her, right? Women, and some women know that the more attractive the next guy is, the more options they'll have.
I saw these little ass kids fucking around with this fucking bouncy ball. I knew it was gonna go over the gate. I could have just pretended it didn't happen. I know these old ass hoes, they ain't gonna go outside and grab the ball. They'll let that shit chill out there. Anyway, a guy, like, listen, like, when guys have genuine interest, when women can pick up on it, just like that, she looks at that guy as nothing. She looks at that guy as a simp of all simps and an easy target. She's going to try to finesse. She's going to manipulate emasculate <laughs> me stop fucking around nah but she's gonna she's gonna really take advantage of that dude you know what I mean he's gonna be he's gonna be a lost cause soon I no doubt <laughs> he's gonna be a lost cause soon man we're gonna need to get him up out of here you know what I mean we're gonna need to give him an evac we need evac Cause you deal a lot, and a lot of these guys, they're being nice and genuine to bitches who ain't really shit. You know I mean? Trash already, trashed. Bitches who ain't shit, bitches who ain't gonna be shit, and all these simps, they look at these bitches as guardian angels and shit. Look at these niggas, simps praising these bitches. They're simps praising these bitches. Hey, where are the white women at? <laughs> they're simps. Praising these bitches. Alright? I, I just want people, I want guys to really paint. I, I wanna I wanna paint this picture for y'all niggas. And this picture is gonna have all abstract colors and shit. Like colors that don't even exist. Like metallic type of fucking type of colors. Shit that don't even exist. You know what I'm saying like, you couldn't even come up with a name of it. You could just you could say what colors are involved with it. But look, listen, men who put in all of the effort in a relationship is the weakest man. He's the man who's going to feel the most when it comes to the end of the relationship, just like the beginning. In the beginning of the relationship. And these aren't even logical niggas. Like a nigga who's who who has a bad bitch, he's gonna be happy because that's that's pussy. That's like that that's pussy that he can that's his. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's his. He can look at her and fuck her. He doesn't have to look at the wall, look at the pillow next to the bitch. Like he don't have to do that. <laughs> Oh, let me stop, man. Let me relax. Perfect. <laughs> let me relax, man. But listen, man, most of these guys, they put all this time and effort into these skanks and these tramps. Adios, you fucking skank. That's what we do out here, man. We get them out of here. Not like that, but you know. This is uh, for entertainment purposes, okay? Is for entertainment purposes. But like I said, your biggest opponent has to be you. This motherfucker, dude, I'm not going to grab it again. Nah, I ain't going to grab it. Let these cocksuckers grab it. They're out here wilding, bro. 
throwing kickballs and shit at each other. I mean, I've noticed. I mean, this was gonna. This was this was bound to happen. Uh, you know, when everything quote unquote goes back to normal, there's still kids that have masks, but most kids don't have it. I mean, I don't even know at this point. Like, to me, the whole thing was a was a complete. Uh, it, it was a complete tactic. I'll just use that term. We're not gonna get too deep. I don't want y'all to put on any tinfoil hats today. I don't want y'all to put on any. And see me, I'm not like, I'm not anti-establishment. I like guys like, uh, I like guys like Elon Musk. I like guys like, uh, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> that I think about it. I mean, I like guys like Elon Musk. I like, I like dudes like Trump. But that's really it. I mean, when it comes down to like, you know, creation and things that that are meaningful, saying things and doing things that are meaningful versus just being a traditional businessman or a politician being a fucking scum of the earth that, that most people will consider them. I mean, they can't really do nothing about that. I think if more people like those two get involved in in in, in like certain positions in life, I think it's more, I think they're more like realistic. I think a lot of the other people, they portray more of a put together um, sort of, I don't want to sound racist, but like sliced, sliced white bread in a sense of white bread or better yet, vanilla. Is, is vanilla better? Because a lot of people use the term vanilla. Cut and dry, straight to the point, but also steering away from a lot of real conversations and real things that are going on. Typical politician or businessman. Let's just be real. Um, and this company, and this company or country, I should say, <laughs> that we're in, it's all about uh, branding. Right? Whatever, whatever you leave, and a lot of people will bring it up in the term of a digital footprint. Right? It's, it's whatever you leave with um, on the internet. Whatever you've done that's on the internet, that's your digital footprint. Right? And most women today, they have no concept of that. So you'll have bitches that will do OnlyFans. And you regular average bitches. Like, they're not even special. They're just doing OnlyFans because they see other bitches are doing it. So they want their come up. They want success from it. They want credibility. Um... They'll go as far, those go, like I said, they're all clones, copy and pastes of one another. They'll take this bitch's personality, they'll take this bitch's style. That's why bitches got the fucking, nah, I'm not even going to roast show. I'm going to keep this about men. Anyway, biggest opponent's going to be yourself. Who you were in the past is always going to be one of your bigger opponents because it's who you are today. But if you remember, if you can remember the fact that 
it's who you were in the past that made you who you are today. And there's a lot of things that you can still learn from who you were to prevent that into being what you want to be in the future. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. My shit froze again at five minutes and 50 seconds. I, I really have to look into that because that's very annoying. Because <clears throat> in a lot of cases, especially now, I have no idea. I have no real idea how long I've recorded. Alright, so like this information right here though, this this would be towards Alright, this would be towards a lot of guys who find themselves out of a relationship and who may not be hesitant to get back into one. Now it would be the perfect time for you to worry about your self-development and, and self-development can be directed towards your last relationship what went wrong in a relationship a lot of guys don't want to go back to that but you may have to in order to know what you are doing pocket to be able to go forward if you if you decide like like in a way in a way that a lot of bitches do this shit If you decide to ignore everything and just go into another relationship and decide to deal with another woman of the same caliber in the sense of the woman is just as problematic as the last chick. The chick is just as argumentative, combative as the last bitch. You'll essentially be wasting your time, energy, and effort, and resources and essentially dealing with the same exact bitch you was dealing with before. Same shit. Right? Same shit. Same shit. Same trace, different face. Same trace, different face. And a guy who does this, I think the more a man does that, the more he's going to feel it in the long run. It's almost like it's not exactly the same at all, really. But it's similar to like a woman in her sexual activity because she she'll fuck guys who she thinks that she can keep, but she can't. A lot of guys will just fuck her and leave. They don't see her as anything reasonable. Um, they don't see her as anything like for a guy, for most men to obtain a woman like her. The women that I'm talking about, they they won't be they wouldn't be uh, appeased or really impressed with the woman. She's just there. That's the, that's what a lot of women gotta understand. 
the guys who stay around, okay, now you have something. But that's ironically something that a lot of women can't do. They can get with these women. I mean, I mean, these women can get with these men. But these women never usually have something that the guy stays around for. Nothing. Nothing. Pussy? Yeah, sure. That on a consistent basis. And if he and if he's only looking at that as the benefit of the relationship, that relationship's fucked. But but as Darius M says it, women aren't really responsible in having personality. Women aren't really even expected to have a personality. What's the what's the conversational value of these bitches? What's the conversational value of a lot of these women? What what does it break down to? What you can offer, what car you drive, how big your dick is. Um, what's it? What's another one? Where you work. Straight down to the point of pretty much how much you're making. And a lot of these women who talk like this, they're nothing more than prostitutes. So if you were to have a job or if you were to have a career or if you were to have a hundred plus a hundred plus thousand a year, you can buy these bitches. This this is the type of women that can be bought. These are the type of women that can be bought. And more importantly, these are the type of women that usually capitalize off the man later on in the relationship any fucking way. One way or another. One way or another. So it's so it's a lose lose for a lot of guys. Most guys don't have a choice, and I'm gonna be honest, and I'm just gonna have to be the I have to be direct. I'm not gonna beat around the bush. A lot of you guys have no message. You you guys have no choice, and you have nothing holding you down. You you're, you're gonna have to receive this message one day. You're gonna have to come to this realization. Most guys who find themselves in a situation where they can't be in relationships at all. They can't, they can't, they can't find a relationship, I should say. They can't find a woman who's worth the relationship. Y'all going to still have the harder time than most guys. Most of us, even the guys who, who would still get into a relationship depending on the direct woman, <clears throat> they know, a lot of those guys know that they're not going to have those same, they're not going to have those same, uh, they're not going to make those same mistakes that they made in the past. They're going to be more aware. 
they're going to pick up on red, red and yellow flags. They got no choice. Guys who are still, whether a lot of people will say purple pill, but you know, purple pill is just some a terminology that was created. It is, it to me, I'll still say a lot of uh, pickup artists do have a purple pill perspective. And it's not really a, as an insult, it's just being more realistic because their message is towards like blue pill guys who can't approach women, but they're telling them how, yet still at the same time promoting something that they've always done, which is pedestalize a bitch, compliment a bitch. Now you're just being told to, to give her certain compliments. So that's supposed to change the game. You give her a direct compliment, cold approach, all this other horseplay BS bullshit. Which today, you fuck with these bitches today, they, they hitting you off with harassment. They hitting you off with harassment uh, claim quick. Sexual assault claim quickly. They're trying to get you up out of here, kid. Respectfully. They're trying to waste you, my man. Respectfully. Okay? Respectfully. Eleven forty one. Figuring wanna wrap this shit up at uh twelve o'clock. Get ready for this fucking day, cause it just stopped raining for some fucking reason. I need it to rain. I'm not trying to go to work and cut grass. You know what I mean? But we'll see. Anyway, your opponent should be the next man. And as hard as this may sound, it damn sure shouldn't be a female. All right. First and foremost, <clears throat> shouldn't be the next man, and it damn sure shouldn't be a female. Your biggest critic, your biggest opponent, should be you. Because you, as a human being, as a singular human being, you are indeed all you got. Now, you may have people who you consider near and dearest friends. Even some that you would consider to be loved ones. At the end of the fucking day, I want y'all to notice. At the end of the fucking day. It boils down to you, what you have to offer, especially as a man, what you have to offer society, especially as a man, 
what you have to bring to that table. The table of society as man, bro. You are going to have to be your biggest opponent. And I don't mean opponent as an enemy. I mean opponent as an adversary. This is a opponent that you have in you that betters you. It's the younger you. It's you with less wisdom. You with less knowledge. You with less experience. Because if you make your opponent a woman, then you, you'll be no different. And, and, and the reason why I say believe it or not is because a lot of women will just assume that any woman would be considered an enemy. I, I'm not, I don't go against women at all. I let women be women. I don't agree with them, most of them. I, I for the most part, can't really tolerate them. But on a professional level, if I have to, if I have to, if it's down to like making money and people I work with, because most of the people I work around are all women, but I don't have a problem with them because they don't bother me. But your opponent, if your opponent is a woman, or if you're just a guy, and I'm anti-feminism, I tell people this. So if a woman's a feminist, I would I would just tell her, you know, her best bet is is to not even be around. You know, don't be around me. I'm not I'm not a person who's going to reason or cooperate with your fuckery. You know what I mean? Some other guy, some other chump, some other clown may participate. And who's that? Oh, it's Mr. MVP, Sam! Be one of them niggas. They gonna come in and give you some clout coin. They gonna hit you up with some clout coins. Oh nah, y'all thought Bitcoin was something? Oh nah, they got they got clout coins now. These biddies, these biddies, they stay off the clout coin. Here, respectfully. The clout coin is special to them. They willing to do it all for the clout coin. They willing to suck a thousand dicks, respectfully. For that clout coin. Okay? We're just letting people know. Give me all some insight. Y'all may need this later on in your travels in life. You feel me? Because you never know. A lot of guys like myself, um, most of us who essentially been there, done that. Uh uh, fuck that. That's pretty much the end of that. Um, 
that's pretty much the end of that one. We're not going to go too further in that. There's no reason to. Like I said, a lot of dudes, a lot of guys who find themselves in what would be called the manosphere are red pill awareness, red pill knowledge, or MGTOW, or anything in that caliber of information. Um, their thing is, from the outsider's point of view, they expect every guy who supports these men to be virgins, incels, um, misogynists, um, women haters, all this other type of rhetoric and fuckery, right? And not realize that there's a large percent of men in this particular space who's dealt with a lot of these bitches. In fact, if it wasn't for those particular bitches they dealt with, they wouldn't even have found the space. Let y'all hold that real quick. If it wasn't for a lot of you bitches that came across and manipulated, took advantage of the guy, said all these fucked up things about the guy, put dirt on his name, these guys wouldn't find these areas. They wouldn't find these podcasts. They wouldn't find certain content creators. They wouldn't have known about the manosphere. Hold that. Perfect. Hold that. All right. So... I got a long final thought. Okay. Most of what I talk about is from personal experience. So when I talk about things like being your biggest opponent, it's from personal experience. I reached a point in my life where I made enough progress without really anybody around. And the only thing that I can think about in return is how things were when I just had people around and yet nothing going on. I didn't, I wouldn't trade the progress that I'm making now just to have people around. I think that was just a part of whatever sacrifice that I needed to make along the way. I was just more comfortable and just, I was more, yeah, I would say I was more comfortable with doing that rather than just go out there and try to find people or get, get involved with a lot of women, get distracted, lose a lot of focus in my particular purpose that I have going on. Certain men, they're not mature enough. And I'm not saying this in a disrespectful way. I'm saying this as a man who's in a lot of ways still immature himself. So don't take it personal. But from a lot of men who uh, essentially don't have core responsibility, they don't necessarily have to deal with too many harsh circumstances because they'll always have a backing. 
whatever their their backing can be their parents uh their backing could be somebody else or an entity of some sort so they can never essentially fail directly where a lot of women they can't fail either even when they do fail They'll fail as single mothers because they'll still go out on dating apps and still try to find men to sleep with. They know their chances of finding a quote unquote stepdaddy is not going to work out for them because the men who will actually settle for that are the men that she's not interested in. You know what I mean? And these bitches don't realize that the games are over and it's time to stop and become a mother, right? Stop it. Get some help. You know what I mean? Meanwhile, this bitch, this bitch on the dating app, hitting up men, swiping men left and right, trying to get a response. You know what I mean? This bitch. Waste her whole fucking life. Waste, wasted her whole life for what? Beta. That's what she wasted her life for. Adios, you fucking skank. Get her up out of here. We don't got time. Matter of fact, we play that again. We don't got time for these motherfuckers. Adios, you fucking skank. Get him up out of here. Anyway. It's Monday morning. Going into Monday afternoon. As a man gets into this journey of self-development. And I've always stated throughout most of the man's breakups. I mean, we all see the effects of it. A woman can essentially jump on to a next to the next guy of higher status, value, etc. Right? Depending on who she is and how she is. I'll just put it that way. The guy, regardless, he's gonna feel the effects of that breakup the most, especially if the woman causes that breakup. Let a woman cause that particular breakup and see how long it takes for a man to recover from that. And no, we're not talking about high value men because we know high value men have multiple women to begin with. We're talking about everyday men, okay? So his recovery process is only going to be based off of certain things, right? These recovery, this recovery process is based off of the man's experience, whatever good times he had with the bitch and whatever bad things that occurred. The more bad things that occur, the more that a man will be quick to get over it. But at the same time, that effect of that woman is left with that man. So he's going to actually, for the sake of himself and the woman that he'll possibly be with after, he's going to take more time to himself. So even if he meets the next woman that he thinks is all right, he's still going to take the time that he needs to sort things out. Bitches are retarded and they'll just go into another relationship. That's pretty much the just of that, honestly. 
that's that's really like and with guys who compete against other guys outside of just healthy um healthy competition or um one upsmanship one upsmanship I think that is a word like besides the one upsmanship of competition meaning even if you dominate, even if you completely blow the guy out of the water, you respect him on the fact that he was a well mm-hmm. opponent. He was a capable opponent. You see what I mean? Rather than just somebody who just laid down, you know, just to get something in return. You know what I mean? As, as a person who, you know, snake motherfuckers. Essentially, respectfully, snakes. <clears throat> respectfully, um, where are we at right now? I had to make sure this is still recording. Yeah, I had to make sure this was still recording. Because this shit was coming off a little wacky. It's 11.57 anyway, so... We're going to still wrap this shit up the way that we should. I'm most likely... I'm definitely doing something tonight. I'm just not really sure how long it's going to be. If I do it the way that I plan on doing it, it can be at least over an hour. And I can have everything wrapped up by 1045. So I think that's what I'm going to end up doing. I'm going to end up starting something tonight. Um, so I'm holding my phone now. It's not on this little mount that I have on my windshield. Um, I'm going to start something tonight. Probably at like 8.30, 9 o'clock. Do something for 30 minutes. Then I'll get into another topic. 10.15 to about 10.45. No. 10.15. Yeah, I would have to do something. Yeah, 10.45, 10.15, 10.45. That's 30 minutes. And then 30 minutes previously. Yeah, that'll be an hour. Yeah, that'll work. That'll be something I'll plan on doing tonight. But in the meantime and in between time and until next time. And by the way, I'm uploading this directly after I get done. Jersey Judah, Red Pill Party Podcast, signing out. Peace.